The opinions and suggestions expressed in the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily endorsed by KRMG, Cox Media Group Incorporated, or the program sponsors. This following program is sponsored by Causeway LLC. Information in this broadcast is not intended as an investment, tax, or financial advice. Matthew Moore is not a licensed investment advisor and speaks solely from his experience and opinions. All information in this broadcast is for entertainment or educational purposes only. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa are not responsible for the success or failure of any person's investment decisions or purchases. Matthew Moore, Causeway LLC, and Cox Media Group Tulsa makes no and expressly disclaims all representations, warranties, and guarantees with respect to this broadcast and its sponsors. Investing in any market is inherently risky and can be financially dangerous. Invest at your own risk. Gather knowledge in the world of cryptocurrency right now on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Welcome to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Matthew is locally based right here in Tulsa. Questions, comments, concerns? Call 918-460-5764 or send us an open mic using the KRMG app. Now, here's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. And good Sunday evening to you. My name's Russell Mills, and this is Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We have our finger on the pulse of all things Bitcoin and blockchain out there in the world. If you're crypto curious, or maybe you've already swallowed that orange pill and you are all in, either way, you have come to the right place. One of America's only all crypto radio shows, Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore, this guy right here. Hey, Matt. Here we are doing it again one more time. This is uh, the best part of the week, and I just want to welcome back all of you listeners to the digital world of Bitcoin, as Russell was implying, the ethos in which freedom and monetary policy come together like a beautiful song, a place where the disruptors burn down the current mental constructs of money and currency. The world is changing, my friends, and we are here to be your tour guide for this digital revolution. And every Sunday, we bring you, as Russell indicated, one of America's only radio shows dedicated to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And if you're curious about this space, well, I would advise you, stick around, because uh, we have a fun show for you today, a topic that we really haven't dived a whole lot into just yet. And today, we will be chatting with a gentleman who knows the lay of the land when it comes to technical analysis, or TA for short, as some of you may have heard. Uh, and today's guest is a first for us. Uh, you know, we've talked about TA, we've kind of hit on it a little bit, but we've never really again, had a TA expert on the show before. So uh, how should we be using TA? Should we care about it? Uh, and is it only for day traders? So, you know, well, these are questions we're going to ask and get answers to. So, uh, but but real, really, how, finally, how, how, how does this really relate? Does it relate to fundamentals of the industry? Does it relate to future policy? Uh, to help me unpack these questions and more is my charismatic and enthralling co-host, Eric Cooper. Hey, Matt. I am so happy to be here uh, once again. And yes, TA, uh, like everything that we talk about here, it's uh, educational, right? Uh, that's the big thing is if you want to listen to us so that you can uh, make it big on the next altcoin, uh, that's not what we're trying to really do. We're trying to educate people and tell why. Why is Bitcoin here? Why is blockchain here? So, But with such a big show today, I think we should go ahead and start the conversation so we have plenty of time to tackle those questions. And with us on the line is Bitcoin trader and content creator, Kelly Kellum. Kelly, welcome to the show. I appreciate you joining us. Um, please introduce yourself in your own words and tell us a little bit about what you do and why you are so passionate about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm uh, originally from Texas. I've been living up here in New York for quite a while, and uh, I've, I've had a number of different online businesses. Uh, I mean, worked in a number of different fields, and 
I just got exposed to crypto and, and Bitcoin specifically. Uh, and it was, it, if, I mean, I think just like every single person. So anybody listening, uh, I'm sure that you've gone through this if you haven't already tackled it. And that's the, the immediate sort of uh, resistance to it, which I had. And uh, once I started uh, looking more into it and uh, reading uh, data about it versus listening to what mainstream media was saying about it, uh, you know, there, I realized that it was the biggest opportunity that I've ever been even loosely aware of in my life. And not, not only my life, I think this is a bigger opportunity than investing in the railroad 200 years before the railroad was even conceptualized. So I got hooked and here I am. Resistance, doubt, skepticism. I mean, we can all relate. Those are usually the uh, the start of everybody's story. But here's here's a question for you. you you're involved in in probably a couple of different <clears throat> things uh, related to this industry. One of them being that uh, you're involved with the YouTube channel, the prominent YouTube channel, I should say, known as uh, Crypto Jeb. Can you can you talk to about uh, talk to us about that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very tied in with them as well as my own podcast uh, in uh, interview series I have on Twitter called Crypto Answered, uh, which was kind of born as a, a, a secondary uh, personal thing, you know, separate from the Crypto Jeb channel. But the Crypto Jeb channel, uh, the, the number one absolute most certain purpose is just to provide honest data, honest feedback, honest uh basically everything that has to do with Bitcoin, uh, the news that's happening in terms of uh, different things, developments, fundamental developments, policy shifts, as well as breaking down some uh, TA on a daily basis. And it's, this is a morning show every day on YouTube, on youtube.com forward slash crypto Jeb. And it's, yeah, it's, pri it's, it's people first focus. It's not about making money. Of course, we have to make money to, to, to pay the bills, but the number one focus is only how do we help people be a part of this revolution as exciting as it is for us. How can we help other people navigate these waters? And that, that that's what we do. Love it. Well, I, I have personally watched you and, and watched the team at uh, Crypto Jeb. I love you guys' content. That's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show. Uh, and, and most importantly, I, and I think, you know, what we try to do with the radio show is introduce people to these new concepts and, and Bitcoin itself. Uh, but and you kind of touched on it a little bit in the beginning here as we started talking. But what what was that moment that you, your first introduction to Bitcoin? Can you explain that to me? Was it like a friend that came to you and said, hey, you got to check this out? or did you stumble upon it on your own? Well, mine was, uh, I have to admit my own faults as a human here. Uh, mine was initially, the interest was sparked by greed, actually, uh, because I had a friend who had just by happen chance, a very, uh, you know, tech smart, uh, into always things that seem obscure. And then, you know, three years later, they, he seems to have a knack for just finding these things before, uh, before they really, before the seed blossoms. And he had gotten into Bitcoin in 2011. This isn't, uh, I think 2016, uh, when, when this, this sort of time period was happening and he, he had already, his lifestyle started changing and I didn't want to pry. I didn't want to, you know, but when you start seeing somebody that, you know, he was a, uh, reservist for the military as well as a substitute teacher but all of a sudden he's buying properties in colorado and he's got new vehicle and i'm not talking like he's out there just spending every dime he had you could he was doing this comfortably without you know wrecking his sort of uh budget plan and so i basically sat down with him at one point and said hey you know i, I don't mean to pry but 
did you did you win the lottery or what, what's going on here? And uh, he's you know he told me about this very bizarre thing called Bitcoin, and he at that point he is already up about nine million dollars. And so I was like, okay, well, this is a firsthand thing. This isn't something I'm reading of a friend of a friend of a friend on the internet. So this warrants, even even though I thought it was as bizarre as it could be. And how could anything ever contend with the dollar or with traditional finance? I thought, well, rather than just make an ignorant judgment on it, which all of us humans do typically for a period of time until we finally spend the time and we, we, we achieve our own humility inside to look further past what other people told us. And I started looking at the data and uh, I, I very slowly started getting in. Uh, and luckily I, got, I was getting in right, basically right at the start of a parabolic uh, bull trend in 2016 into 2017 into in before it crashed in early 2018 and so uh, I was very easily hooked because everything I bought within about three days was up 30 percent and in two weeks it was up 200 percent uh, so I had that benefit but I don't w wish it on anybody and I can I can go over that uh, more uh, in the in later on in the show yeah, we got like a two-minute warning before we go on our first break. But uh, so for your 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 120-second answer for our listeners, can you describe uh, TA, uh, technical an an analysis, and what it's uh, used for and what got you kind of focused on it? Absolutely. So to, to put it shortly, if anybody's ever seen a chart, whether you're watching uh, CNBC or Mad Money or uh, wherever you're, you know, even on, on the apps on the phone where you can see the charts of what's going on on whatever stocks or uh, assets that you're looking at, TA is the art of looking at those charts and realizing that the, these charts are only a representation of speculative action on an asset. And so therefore, if there's speculative uh, action on an asset, then we can also uh, infer that this speculative action that we're seeing in charts and candlestick patterns and formations, uh, uptrends, downtrends, whatever, whatever it is, is a representation of the human psychology uh, of that asset and uh, of the trend. So if you have uh, a, a bull trend where you know, uh, the, the, the line is going up, the charts are going up, the candlesticks are going up, if you start seeing those candlesticks become smaller or you start seeing certain sort of uh, very identifiable patterns, whether it be a diamond top or a, a double top or uh, a shifting in other trade signals like a, a relative strength index or any of these others, there's, there's a lot of them, then we can gauge a sh well, hey, we got we to gotta run to break, but we got a lot to yeah, cover. Yeah. Lots to cover yeah, with Kelly. Apparently so, a deep topic, and we're going to need more time to get into it. So, yeah, let's take a quick time out, and we'll talk more about technical analysis with our expert, Kelly. When we get back, you're listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. If you're following the cryptos, you might notice Bitcoin making a little bit of a comeback here in recent days. We'll see where it goes. But one thing you might want to be able to do is take all those facts and figures and pie charts and kind of figure out what they all mean. That process is called technical analysis. And that is the topic of conversation today. Let's bring in our host. He is the namesake of the show. 
Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. I tend to focus more on fundamentals, uh, focus more on the, the, the macroeconomics of things, but, uh, you know, technical analysis, charting, uh, trading, day trading. I mean, that's all part of the of the industry. And to help carry on this conversation uh, is my wonderful co-host, Eric Cooper. Hey, Matt. Uh, yeah, and guys, I want to say this is if you are listening to the show for the first time and you're like, well... I don't know if I should get in. You know, it's pretty deep along. You can actually go back and uh, binge. I think you knock it out in like a weekend. But uh, <laughs> all of our past shows, uh, and there's a lot of places you can find them. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, KRMG.com. Go do uh, a little Google search. Matthew Moore, uh, Cryptocurrency with Matthew Moore, KRMG On Demand. You are going to find... Lots of content, so you can go back and listen any episodes minus right. the one. Right, and you know, bear markets are brutal, you know, and they're known to be times of building, but uh, not everybody survives them. In fact, uh, you know, one of the reasons why we're able to keep this show and great content going is because of our great sponsors. Uh, and uh, today, I'm going to let Eric uh, talk about our show sponsor for uh, this segment. Yes, sir. This segment is paid, made possible by a company called Hedge. And do you have a strategy to obtain cryptocurrency on a regular basis? Do you plan on automating your dollar cost averaging? What about getting your all or even part of your paycheck in Bitcoin? Hedge is revolutionizing how you get paid. Hedge makes it easy to automatically convert your pay into crypto. Whether you're an employer or an employee, you can get started in four easy steps. Start getting paid in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. Crypto is a long-term play, and you should start your strategy today. <laughs> hedge is here to make it easy to stack them sats month after month. What are you waiting for? Start living life on the hedge. Check them out, Matthew. You know where it is, yeah. gethedge.io. That's right. Again, it's gethedge.io. And I heard in radio, if you repeat it over and over again, people will hear it, remember it, gethedge.io. That's right. Well, you know, and you know what we're also doing? We are also doing another $200 giveaway of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to tell you how you can qualify uh, for these, uh, this, this free Bitcoin. Uh, if you go to my website, mattjmore.com, you can scroll down to the resource section and you will see a button that says Get Hedge. Go ahead, click that. Yep, it's there for you. And uh, once you sign up for Hedge and start having a portion or maybe all of your paycheck, it's up to you, um, it, you know, allocated in Bitcoin, you know, you, it can really honestly be as little or as much as you want. And, uh, you know, last time, like I mentioned before, we had a lot of people sign up uh, for Hedge. Uh, but here's the thing. <laughs> you got to finish the process and you have to start using Hedge. So uh, we would encourage you to do that. Uh, we, we definitely want some active users. And, and keep in mind that when using Hedge, you skip the exchange experience altogether. And that can be a beautiful thing, especially in times of volatility uh, and bear markets. Um, but uh, we also encourage self-custody. So uh, you can send it uh, to a wallet of your choice. And uh, once you sign up and start using Hedge, Hedge is going to give me a list of emails from those who signed up with my referral link from the website. Uh, and so come 21st of August, I am going to draw a winner and send them the $200 worth of Bitcoin. It's that easy. So again, just go to my website, mattjmore.com, scroll down to the resource section, you'll see that button, get hedged. So if you got any questions, of course, of course, you can send me a message. And guess again, we are going to be talking with Kelly Kellum today. Um, Kelly, right at the uh, end of the break, he kind of got cut off. So Kelly, I, I appreciate you being back here. You are a Bitcoin trader, content creator, and you got a real knack for the technical analysis. So again, I want to have you just kind of rhyme and rap on your own because you know what? You know, big question is: Are there different types of technical analysis, and uh, what are the different schools of thought? So I'm going to let you go. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And uh, one of the things I want to wrap up uh, from the the basically the introduction of what TA is, to, make, to put it very simply, it is essentially just 
a variety of uh, strategies using uh, charts, asset charts, and a, a combination of technical indicators that can help you predict uh, and forecast momentum shifts, whether it be momentum to the upside or momentum to the downside. So that you can make sure that you put yourself into a position when you need to and take yourself out of position when you need to, which is especially useful when you're trading. Now, are there different types of strategies? Absolutely. It's just like a, a painter or a basketball player. You know, you have some basketball players like uh, like Steph Curry or, or Larry Bird who hit all the three-point shots. I mean, all day long, they're hitting three-point shots. And then you have the other guys like Shaq who are uh, power forwards and they just – they're tall and they're big and they can get the rebounds and they're, they're, they're defensive players at heart. Like uh, for instance, uh, Dennis Rodman, he wasn't the best shooter, but he was one of the best basketball players of all time because he played defense. And that was what he did. Just like with technical analysis, some people trade on patterns, which is like, if you see an ascending wedge or a descending wedge or uh, head and shoulders, which is basically when you have, uh, you know, the price moving up and down and then back up higher down and then up and down again, lower, all these different uh, sort of uh, patterns signify different sorts of movement. And from those patterns, you get direct targets. And then you also have other people that, uh, that work on a much more technical level, which using Fibonacci retracements or using, uh, you know, key uh, support and resistances or just using technical indicators alone, like the MACD or the RSI or uh, moving averages. Uh, and I think the most consistent and best traders over time are people that uh, make the best uh, investment or trade decisions or people that can identify where their strengths are and what their weaknesses are. Most, most people in trading and investing, they only consider what their strengths are or what they want, what, what they think their end goal is. If you're not aware of what your weaknesses are, wh where you uh, start having greed pile in, all these things affect uh, your ability to make profits and, and can make you know, consistent profits and keep those profits over time. So are there different strategies? Are there different schools of thought? Absolutely. Uh, and to to that, that's up, that's determined by each individual, uh, determined by each individual's uh, sort of uh, knowledge base and experience. But at the end of the day, all I can say for anybody starting out, try to figure out where you can find horizontal lines of support and resistance. And that's just where is price bounce, bouncing off of on the low side? If it's coming down, if you look back on a chart, where is it bouncing on? And when it when the price is pushing up, find out where is a consistent level that looks like prices, price action is having a little bit of trouble getting through. That's a great starting point for anybody jumping in, starting with TA. Awesome. Well, we got roughly about one minute before we go to break here, but uh, is it safe to say that technical analysis is, you know, some people will joke, oh, it's horoscope, horoscopes for men, or maybe it's, uh, you know, palm reading or whatever, but hey, you know, we're, we're going to dive more into this because this is a serious conversation and there's a lot to techno technical analysis. So please stick around. I'm going to ask uh, Kelly some more questions when we come back, but uh, stay put because we got a fun packed show. All right. You are listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. We do need to take a quick time out, get you caught up on all of the news, but we'll be back with our conversation on TA with Kelly Kellum. Right after that, you're listening to 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Do appreciate you hanging out with us on a Sunday evening. Going to get hot again this week, and thanks to all that rain, 
going to be humid too. So just keep that in mind as you're moving about. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Like Eric, when you're riding that bicycle, buddy, lots of water. I know you ride that bike constantly. Yes, sir. He was out there today. Uh, this guy was probably not on a bike, but he has been busy working his fingers to the bone to stay informed on all things crypto. He is the title guy from the show, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, that's right. I, I kind of like to envision myself as this uh, orchestrator of this uh, groundbreaking radio show, right? We're bringing this to a whole new audience and uh, we're, we're covering topics that uh, I think really, really matter and people should uh, at least have a basic understanding of. And to uh, always help me carry on this conversation with our wonderful guest uh, is uh, Eric Cooper, the guy that rides the bike. Yeah, and then <laughs> now I'm sitting here cramping too. So yeah, let's get back to Kelly because that's more interesting. <laughs> I know that's right. Well, uh, today uh, we've got a wonderful guest. His name is Kelly Kellum, and uh, yes, he is the Kelly of all Kellys. Uh, and he is here. He's a Bitcoin trader, a content creator, and he really has a a uh, his pulse on uh, technical analysis. And we've kind of been briefly describing that over the past uh, couple of segments. And and I kind of was joking, but you know, over the last segment as we as we exited, but. But really, Kelly, my question to you is, you know, when we talk about technical analysis, is it safe to say that it's kind of like this observation and pattern finding for the the collective or the psychology of this composite man? Is that is that is that? that yeah, that that's a good way to think about it. Another another good analogy is if, you know, uh, thinking of the weatherman, you know, when you have a hurricane coming towards a coast you don't know if it's going to hit miami or if it's going to hit charleston south carolina or it's going to hit further up but you can tell based on statistical modeling uh, over you know hundreds of years of uh, ta that that's been done uh that based on this sort of structure or this price action or these signals or these data points that these are these are the statistically most likely outcomes and you have to plan you don't just you know you don't say this pattern is saying up, so I'm going all in. You say, okay, you manage your risk just like you do with any sort of uh, investment uh, uh, action. You say, this has a very high likelihood, but I'm going to place my stop loss here based on this analysis. And I also have an idea if it goes the other way, if it does break the opposite direction, I know what's the statistical probability of where it goes if it goes that direction. So that that's kind of how I look at it. Okay. So when, when writing these... I guess, quote unquote, bull and bear markets. Do you do you often have these key indicators that you look for to help decipher either tops or bottoms? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I like to look at the monthly chart, the two week chart, and the week chart when I'm looking at larger trends. Uh, and I, I, the the sort of three or four indicators that I really that are like the core of, of a lot of a lot of different trader investors is uh, the RSI, which is a relative strength index the MACD, which stands for moving average convergence divergence. So if things are moving more aggressively away from, uh, you know, the mean or moving towards the mean uh, and, and moving averages. And then also, of course, candlestick patterns. Most people forget looking at candlesticks, uh, you know, which are the, the little blocks, the little bars that you see on the chart, uh, the variation in size and uh, the slope, all those things, they give a, an immense amount of data. And then, of course, volume. Volume is an absolutely critical indicator that a lot of people don't, uh, a lot of people, unfortunately, don't take as seriously as they should. Yeah, that's definitely one of the ones that I kind of forget about often. But uh, um, question for you is, you know, like most of the crypto space, did you expect we were going to have a, a blow off top or you know, did the last cycle surprise you in any way? 
Oh, it absolutely surprised me. We talk about this every week. We try not to talk about the same things uh, on our on our sort of show, uh, but it's something that you know people are still shocked by it. You know, because the data did point to uh, the likelihood of a blow off top. However, you know, as we all know, it's not just crypto, and it's funny that. Uh, when uh, Bitcoin is in a bear market right now and, and a lot of mainstream uh, people that aren't deeply aware of the crypto market, they they hate on Bitcoin and they say, well, look at it, it's dropped. Well, you know, I mean, the world economies are dropping, you know, the uh, traditional markets are dropping. Everything is in a bear market. So, uh, you know, when you compare it to something like Amazon, Amazon has a, a double digit uh, uh, basically pullback basically year over year since it was in uh, since it came about since it IPO'd and it has the same volatility rating as Bitcoin. So did I expect it to have a blow off top? Yes, it didn't. So that that sparks the, the point that all of us, no matter what you think, you have to plan for all scenarios and you have to be open you have to be openly adaptable to things not playing out how you expect them to well one thing that's on everybody's mind right now uh, if they're invested in bitcoin and cryptocurrency is uh based off your analysis and taking a look at the charts uh do you think crypto winter is coming to a close have we have we hit a bottom i i personally think we did hit a bottom around 17.5 i think it's likely uh, because there's so many people right now that are starting to shift their their sort of viewpoints and stance on crypto. Uh, retail is starting to get a little excited about it again. The fear and greed index is showing showing more neutral, uh, and so I think that it, there there is a likely scenario that we do get another sort of washout uh, downtrend. Uh, I don't think we're gonna break the 17.5 level. I think we might double bottom somewhere between. Uh, 17.5 and 19 uh, and then go up from there. But one thing I do want to point out, because we are talking about technical analysis, but we can't forget how important fundamental analysis is. And the reason I say that in regards to is this a bottom is the fact that the Bitcoin has had such a downtrend, had the worst uh, month in history with a minus 40 percent drop in one month. However, uh, you know, in the same time that prices are down, we have to remember prices are an a, a speculative identification of what the speculation is on that asset. That doesn't have anything to do with value. And the fundamental analysis of Bitcoin, Bitcoin has 13 times the volume of uh, Bitcoin spent in U uh, sent uh, over network in U.S. dollars uh, from January 2020 when the price was only $10,000. So even right now, we're 2x at, uh, you know, about 23,000, 23,200. Uh, but the amount of, of U.S. dollars transacted in Bitcoin over the network in that same amount of time is up 13x. So that is fundamental data that you want to look at in context with your technical analysis. All right. So obviously with the macro factors going on right now, do you think that the uh, next this bull cycle that we're in right now is uh, not yet? Of, I mean, well, entering well, maybe. Yeah, entering. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what, you know, but do you think everything plays out differently because of the macro factors? I don't think things are going to play out differently. Every every year I've been in, uh, the argument is this this time is different, whether it's because there's more users uh, whether it's because there's more volume, whether it's because uh, there's more institutions, whatever it is, uh, I think that uh, things are going to play out very similarly. The only thing I will uh, I will contest or I will state that that I do think is going to be different is the fact that as the ship grows, which means how much uh, liquidity and how much volume is in the market and uh, you know on a daily basis, 
it's a much larger asset class now. It's it's massive. It's basically nearly a trillion dollars. Uh, and you know that's now while it's half from where you know, more than half from where it was at an all time high. So larger ships take more time to move. I do think if the if there is any major difference, it will be the length of time uh, for things to peak and resolve. So uh, as as things push up, it might take longer to get to an all time high, and then the bear market might take longer uh, to wash out. But other than that, I think uh, you know we're still on the the adoption that we're on a comparable comparable adoption curve as uh, internet adoption uh i mean i mean i'm talking almost exactly uh on that adoption curve and we're, we'll be uh coming up on a billion users we're right now we're only about 100 million so we'll be coming up on a billion users on that adoption curve by 2025 and so that's a 10x of just users that has nothing to do with speculation or asset value but if you consider the fundamentals of that and what what could happen from a 10x uh growth in user base uh that that that's that's massive so here's a question I wanted to ask you. You know, I, I'm class of uh, 2017 when it comes to jumping into Bitcoin. Um, you know, but and and I and I know that you know the speculative nature of human beings uh, is never going to go away. Um, now, obviously, regulations may play a part in the future, uh, but you know, we saw the ICO craze in 2017. In 2021, we've had this you know NFT and DeFi craze that kind of helped fuel these. Uh, you know the as far as the money coming into the space uh, during the next bull run, what, what trends do you see playing out uh, front and center in, in this industry, in this space? Uh, is it, you know, these, these gaming projects that people are, are getting all excited about? I mean, what, what's your perspective? What, you know, obviously Bitcoin, it's King, it's going to drive the market, but obviously there's a lot of uh, satellites and a lot of speculation going on around Bitcoin in the space. Well, first, I want to acknowledge, and I love how you title the show Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, because I think of them as very, very parallel asset classes, but I think of them very differently. Bitcoin is a kind of in a class of its own. Then you have all the other crypto. And you point, you said it great. You know, the ICO crate was huge. Uh, and then the NFTs were huge this, this cycle. However, I do think NFTs are going to have another massive uh, growth, uh, growth and adoption and uh, use cases. And I think what's going to happen in the future is NFTs are going to boom, not on this, you know, $500,000 NFT ape painting, which is ridiculous. I think the NFT crazy, I think it's going to boom uh, more and more in the next like 10 years because NFTs are going to replace housing deeds. Uh, uh, you know, the pink slip for a car, uh, medical records. I think the the use cases of and the the enormity uh, of uh, how many different use cases is going to really push that. And now I do think gaming is going to be massive because the gaming industry is a multi multi billion dollar market, uh, and it's just an absolute perfect fit. But I think uh, more than gaming, I think the the play would be more to focus more on the engines that drive gaming. So whether it be uh, projects like Gala or Engine Coin or these things that are basically needing needing to be used by a lot of different games to run them, run their engines, to run their and, and with that, Metaverse is going to be a part of that. But I don't really like. Uh, I don't like the idea of investing right now in uh, metaverse projects unless it's for a momentary like day trading movements because it's such it's such an open playing field there and there's there's no telling which project is going to take uh, the, take the lead on that uh, into the future so I think that's far too speculative uh, of a of a risk right now to to make a long term play. 
All right, you are listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore, our special guest, Kelly Kellum, talking about uh, analyzing all those charts and graphs and all the information that's out there. There's a lot. We're going to help you drink from that fire hose. You found the right radio program if you're interested in crypto. It's Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Quick timeout. We'll be right back. You're listening to 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. I'm Russell Mills. Man, this hour flies by. I'm here all day on Sundays, but this is, I think, the fastest hour I spend here because it's always interesting to listen to these guys chat, and I learn something every week. Hope you do, too. Don't forget, if you missed an episode, you can find them all on demand on krmg.com or the KRMG app. Let's turn it back over to our host, Matthew J. Moore. Hey, Matt. Hey, thanks, Russell. I actually take that as a compliment that, uh, you know, honestly, at least we're not boring, right? <laughs> not for me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm riveted, and, and as you know, I was crypto absolutely blank slate when Ignorance, we yeah. started this show. <laughs> right. And yeah, yeah, no, I feel like I've learned a lot. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, we do focus on this industry. We focus on what's new. We, we focus on what's important and what you might need to understand going forward. And that's why we bring on wonderful guests. And and as, as important as this show is, the most important thing that we all need to focus on, and, you know, I mean, people are always focused on the Bitcoin price, and I don't blame them, you know, because money is a, is a key, uh, you know, part of it. But, uh, you know, family, friends. In fact, I was sitting here talking to Eric, and it looks like uh, we both got the salmon-colored short memos here. You know, yes, we're, we're good friends. I didn't call them in advance, but— uh, You did try to run <laughs> over me on my bike earlier. I did just... earlier, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, hey, you know what? It, today is a special day, uh, not just because we're doing the show, but also because it's my grandmother's birthday, and I want to wish Carol Kincaid a happy and wonderful birthday. Uh, you are full of energy and a joy and a light to our family, so— Happy birthday, Grandma. <clears throat> Happy birthday. Yeah, right? Well, okay, well, let's get this show on the road. Let's talk some Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. We've been talking about uh, technical analysis uh, this whole show with a, a special guest, and we're going to introduce him here in a minute. But I think it's important to make known that this show is made possible by our wonderful sponsors. And today, this segment is brought to you by our newest and, well, honestly, local sponsor. Uh, summer is here. Obviously, you can't tell. The, the heat is brutal. Um, and in Oklahoma, that means it's the perfect opportunity to show off your car, right? You know, people are always like, hey, let me see your car. How, you know, is it clean? Hopefully it is. You know, it'd be kind of embarrassing if it wasn't. But this this segment is brought to you by Bubble Up Car Wash in Broken Arrow off of 470 East Kenosha Street. Uh, they are Broken Arrow's newest locally owned car wash with all the bells and whistles to make your car clean, shiny, and dry. Whether you're looking uh, to rinse off some of that mud or shine those 20-inch rims on that Impala, uh, come take advantage of their free towels, vacuums, and air wands. Uh, they have unlimited wash plans starting at $19.99 a month, and you can add a family member for just $15 a month per vehicle. So what are you waiting for? Go cheer up. Yeah, that's right. Go boost that mood with the bubble up. And who knows, you might catch a glimpse of their family dog, Bentley, the bubble up pup. You can check them out at mybubbleup.com. All right. Well, like I said earlier today, we had a, we've had a great conversation with Kelly Kellum. He's a Bitcoin trader and content creator. He's making a lot of noise on Twitter and on the internet. Uh, but Kelly, let's, let's start here. Uh, we've talked about trading. We've talked about technical analysis. Uh, is this something for everybody? Should everybody be trading or should some people just hodl, like hold on for dear life? Just, you know, what? don't, don't, don't try to trade it. Don't try to watch the charge. Just, just buy and hold. Well, let me put it this way. I think that the, 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 the large majority of people 
would serve like statistically, and it's, it's shown on all the studies they've done. If people DCA, which just means dollar cost average, just like you would in a savings account, you allocate whether it's a hundred bucks a week or whatever, uh, you know, right now, if you were to, if you would have dollar cost average, a hundred, a hundred dollars a week for the last three years, you would have $39,954 in Bitcoin. So uh, those people, the, the large majority of traders, it's not because trading is, is bad or you can't do it. The large majority of traders, there's a steep learning curve uh, and people risk far too much up front. So I, I recommend to the large majority of people to buy and hold and buy on a, on a schedule. Don't worry about price action up and down, because if you if you zoom out on the chart over a multi-year period, it's up and to the right. Is there swings along the way? Absolutely. Should you run away when it's dropping? My, this is not financial advice, but uh, the successes are made in the bear markets when you buy at those great levels. And if you don't want to worry about it, don't stretch yourself out. Just you set yourself up, up on a schedule once a week, once every two weeks, once a month with whatever you're comfortable with and just have those buys automatically happen. Now, how, how do you feel about leverage trading? And obviously, uh, there's there's benefits and dangers on that one. Can you share your thoughts? Absolutely. I mean, uh, it's something that almost nobody should be doing uh people that are experienced very experienced traders they they know themselves they understand risk management uh and they understand how to manage their trading portfolio outside of their personal portfolio uh, i think it's a very useful tool and i've i've made a lot of money on it however i've also uh you know thank god i continued uh, stuck with crypto uh, because i i thought i was good at trading uh, early on like i told you i got in when it was all all up bull market and so i thought i was a good trader because all my trades were uh i mean i'm talking like 90 out of 100 trades were very profitable trades so i said why don't i just leverage trade and within three trades i lost about 95 percent of my portfolio because i was an idiot i didn't have my risk <laughs> management under control i didn't have i didn't understand how do you have a separate trading portfolio than than your 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 hold your hodl portfolio so i recommend against it when somebody gets to the point in their trading experience and their trading career and their Bitcoin uh, timeline that uh, it feels right, then that's something that's a decision they need to make. And I, I, I want to uh, really encourage to hesitate on that decision and really spend the time learning more than you think you need to before you jump into that, because you you lose just as much as you make. If you 20 X, yeah, you can make 20 X. You can make you know 20 percent on a one percent move. But if it goes down 1%, you're also losing 20% and you're liquidated on that position. Good advice. Hey, Kelly, we got we to gotta run. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter is the easiest spot, at Kelly Kellum, K-E-L-L-Y, K-E-L-L-A-M. You guys have been a dream. I appreciate you. It's a great having this outreach. Thank you for having me. At Kelly Kellum, K-E-L-L-Y, K-E-L-L-A-M. Two L's, right? Both names? I'll make it easy to remember. You've been listening to Cryptocurrency with Matthew J. Moore. Remember this. We'll be right back here next Sunday at 5 p.m. Tulsa time right here on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk.